Well, it's been a month and a half since episode 102, but I'm back. Three Things with JR is still a thing. Thank you for coming back, for listening. And uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump right into the things. Things uh, three things this week will be thing one past, thing two present, thing three the future. Let's jump right into thing one. What has gone on since the last episode? August eighth. That's when the last episode went out. What has happened since then? I'm gonna I'm gonna breeze through this real quick because there's been a few things that happened. The last episode happened right before, the week before Kinky Boots was out. So, yeah, it was right around then. And uh, the first three performances of Kinky Boots happened, and they were awesome. We were down one performer, Colton, who was one of our angels. And then in the third performance on that Sunday of the first weekend, we lost Kirk, who played uh, George, uh, our our shop foreman in Kinky Boots. So we had to improvise, and we did okay. And then... The next week, we were getting ready to go back in and, perf- and uh, rehearse and do our final three performances when, boom, COVID happened to the cast of Kinky Boots. Uh, our Charlie got COVID. Several others got COVID. So many principal players got COVID. We had to postpone a week. And, uh, and then I figured maybe I'll test myself and see if I've got COVID. Sure enough, I had COVID. Now, I had the weakest case of COVID ever, uh, a, a few sniffles and a little bit of achy weakness. But other than that, I was fine, recovered quickly. Kinky Boots came back one week late with the last three performances with the full cast. Colton was back. Every Kirk was back. Everybody was there. And uh, by God, those were the best three uh, Kinky Boots performances uh, of our run. And uh, that was a life-changing experience for me. Made new friends. Had a lot of fun. And holy crap, it was amazing. Right around that third weekend, uh, of the third, the right around those last performances of Kinky Boots, uh, my dog Scherzer had some funky stuff going on. Uh, it was uh, well, like on Monday, the week before, he uh, wasn't putting any weight on his right back leg, and then on Wednesday, it was his entire hind end. It was like Scherzer was paralyzed. Took him to the vet. Had to figure out what was going on. We were about to. I was about to put him into boarding while I did kinky boots, and then uh, while I was going, I had a trip to L.A. planned. How is that going to happen with my dog who seems to be paralyzed? But must have just been a pulled muscle. Gave him some drugs. Took him to the vet, uh, and uh, everything was fine. We were able to board him while we went to L.A., which we did the very next day after kinky boots wrapped. We flew to L.A. We met up with Kiki's parents and her brother and his girlfriend, and we did a whole bunch of fun stuff. Here's a list of all the stuff we did in L.A., in California. So we went to Sony Picture Studios, saw the uh, the Breaking Bad uh, Winnebago and the Pontiac Aztec. Went to the, the house we stayed in was an Airbnb, literally right below the Hollywood sign. I played disc golf on the first ever permanently installed disc golf course. We checked out Rodeo Drive, couldn't afford anything there. We walked around Hollywood Boulevard. We went to In-N-Out Burger. We uh, ate dinner and hung out in Paradise Cove over in Malibu, uh, where the uh, where the Beach Boys hung out quite a bit. Uh, Kiki's mom dressed up in her wedding dress, and we got pictures of her in Malibu and underneath the Hollywood sign. Uh, it was her and her husband Rick's 50th anniversary. They were celebrating, and uh, it was a little strange uh, with her walking around all over the place with her 
original wedding dress on, but it was fun. We just leaned into it and had a good time. Uh, Kiki's brother is quite the connoisseur of cannabis, let me just tell you. Uh, we went to Randy's Donuts over there by the airport. Kiki and I went to the San Diego Zoo and had a great time. Then the next day we went kayaking in La Jolla. And then we came back and saw Moulin Rouge at the Pantages Theater in Hollywood, right there on Hollywood Boulevard. Uh, then our planes home, our first one was a little bit late. So we had to run through the airport in Charlotte, North Carolina to catch our connection back to Charlottesville, but we made it, got home. Everything is fine. Had a few days to relax. And then we went to see wicked in Richmond at the Altria theater. That was a significantly better show than I thought it was going to be. It was amazing. Uh, that, that week was just sort of a normal week. And then my dad arrived on Saturday and, uh, he and Allison and I had a wonderful time on Sunday, just hanging out, uh, getting, eating dinner. Uh, Aaliyah was awesome. We look, we uploaded uh, a TikTok video. Uh, it's first TikTok video I've ever uploaded, but, uh, there you go. It mainly features Aaliyah saying, what are you doing? And she's adorable. The next day, Dad, Kiki, and I hopped on a train and went to New York City, where we met up with my mom and my sister, who flew up from Florida. We stayed at a hotel right in Times Square. It was amazing. We ate dinner at a humongous barbecue place. Most places in New York are seemed cramped for space, you know, because they're trying to pack 8 million people into a tiny little place. But this barbecue joint right off of Times Square was humongous. I don't have any idea how they can afford that kind of real estate and uh, not fill it uh, nuts to butts with tables. But the food was awesome and the place was great. We went and saw Phantom of the Opera, which we then found out is going to come to a close. The longest running show in Broadway history is going to come to a close in like January. So we saw one of the last performances of Phantom of the Opera, and it was awesome, way better than I expected. The next day, we went on a boat tour all the way around Manhattan. Uh, we walked on the High Line. We hung out in the Chelsea Market. We did a lot of walking. Uh, then that night, we went up to Top of the Rock at Rockefeller Center. We ate pizza right near Rockefeller Center. It was wonderful. Pizza in New York. Doesn't get much better than that. The next day, we went biking in Central Park. Uh, we rented some mountain bikes and just rode all around Central Park for like three or four hours. It was awesome. That night, we went and saw The Music Man, starring Hugh Jackman and Sutton Foster. The highlight of the trip, for sure. I mean, it was the reason we went to New York, and it did not disappoint. Hugh Jackman was amazing. Sutton Foster made him laugh in the middle of his lines, uh, and uh, it was just endearing and amazing. The music was crazy good. My dad was literally cheering as if he was at a football game, and they just scored a touchdown. So cool. After the music, man, we went to eat at the Stardust Diner, where the waiters and waitresses sing songs in between uh, uh, taking your order and bringing you your food. Uh, we went and got Krispy Kreme donuts. Uh, our train home got canceled because of the railroad worker strike that didn't happen, but Amtrak canceled the train anyway. So I caught a lift with Aubrey and my mom over to LaGuardia Airport, got a rental car, drove it all the way back through New York City to pick up my dad and Kiki at Bryant Park. They hung out, had a great time in the beautiful weather. Uh, driving around New York was awesome. And then we drove home and it all cost about the same as our canceled air uh, uh, train tickets. Then the next day, Dad and uh, Kiki and the dogs and I all went and had dinner on the downtown mall. And then Dad's flight 
home got delayed in leaving. He was going to leave out of Charlottesville. She's going to connect from Charlottesville to Dulles, Dulles to Denver, Denver to Des Moines. Yeah, that's a crazy set of connections. And the first one wasn't going to get him to Dulles in time to make his trip to Denver. So I drove him to Dulles and we had a great time. Such a nice weekend. When I came back, uh, I rented a storage unit and started moving all of my shit out of my house into a storage unit. More on that in a minute. Sunday, we had band rehearsal. Haven't had band rehearsal in months. I've been too busy with Kinky Boots. The band has sort of taken a break. We recorded two songs in the studio and it never did anything as far as playing, rehearsing, practicing, nothing. So it was kind of cool to get back in uh, to Gary's uh, uh, home, uh, home rehearsal space with uh, Gary and Brian, play some songs, uh, and we realized we do know how to play these songs. We didn't forget them in the meantime. Uh, then Monday night, I did open mic comedy for the first time in like a year, and I realized I still know how to do that. Uh, I was told I looked more comfortable and better than ever. Tuesday night, went to choir practice. We're back. The Crozet Community Chorus is back. Uh, it was back back in the spring. Kiki joined up, but I couldn't do it because I was busy performing in something rotten. I'm not performing in any kind of musical this fall, so yeah, Crozet Community Chorus, we're back. Uh, and then on Wednesday, we went and saw Hamilton at the Kennedy Center. Allison, Kiki, and me. That was crazy cool. Love seeing Hamilton. It was my third time. It was Allison's first time. And uh, it was awesome. Thursday night, I went over to the Wayne Theater in Waynesboro to rehearse for a performance this weekend at the Queen City Mischief and Magic Festival. You know, it's a, basically a Harry Potter party in Stanton. And the, uh, the folks over there at the Wayne were putting together something called a Hogwarts Faculty Music Review. A bunch, uh, bunch of the Wayne's, uh, Wayne Theater performers uh, had some songs they were going to sing in the characters of people that uh, are in the faculty at Hogwarts. Uh, and uh, my role in the whole that whole thing was to be Hagrid and to MC the event. This is kind of my specialty, MC type of thing. So I dressed up as Hagrid on Sunday, and uh, and but Thursday night was the rehearsal for that. So that was Thursday. Played disc golf Friday night. Salvation Army gig on Saturday. Uh, the band had our first gig in a long time. The first full-on gig where we have to set up our own PA system and play music. And it was awesome. It was an amphitheater in the middle of a park in Waynesboro. Uh, and uh, we played an hour or so. Another band, the, the Blind Peaches, they played. I set up the PA. We set up the PA. And uh, it was just kind of nice to get back in the swing of doing that. Hadn't done that in a while. Then I quickly ran over to Stanton, uh, dropped, a, parked my truck at Shannon Arts, uh, hopped on my bike, dressed as Hagrid, and rode downtown to the Queen City Mischief and Magic Festival, where I emceed as Hagrid. Uh, yes, people looked at me fun, uh, funny, not weird, not in any kind of negative way. People loved seeing Hagrid riding a bike all through Stanton. Somebody yelled, go Hagrid, go, which was great. Which all brings us to today, to right now. Today, Sunday, September 25th, I spent the, the morning sleeping. I slept till 1230 this afternoon, and it was wonderful. First time I've been able to sleep in in a long time. Uh, I did some more moving, moved some stuff out of my house into a storage unit, and now I'm here talking to you. Let's take a quick commercial break. I'll come back and tell you about thing number two, the present. See you in a minute. Nothing I can say Change your mind and stay So why 
All right, we're back. The whirlwind of the last month and a half has come to a close, and life is sort of getting back to normal. And I'm pretty well ready for that. Uh, now, the problem with that is that it's not going to stay that way for long. Because uh, basically, any free time I have, I need to move stuff out of the house in which I'm living and into a storage unit. Why? Because we're being, when I say we, uh, Kiki's horse business is going to have to move from its current location. And we rent a house on the farm where her horse business is. And there's no reason to rent a house where her horse business isn't. So uh, since she has to have the horses kind of out by uh, November, December, we need to also be out of this house around the same time. So uh, think things feel a little normal because we're back and the life is not so hectic right now, but it won't last long because uh, we need to be out of here in the next few months. And so I have already begun the process of moving all the extra stuff in the garage and the basement and all of that, putting that in storage. And, you know, in the near future, I'll be moving all of our everyday stuff from this house into storage. Now, you might be wondering, why storage? Why not into, I don't know, another house? So here's the deal. We don't know where we need to live yet. Kiki's still figuring out where the horse business is going to move to. We've got a contender as far as a farm goes, but nothing is set in stone. No, no deal has been signed. Nothing. We still don't know. Uh, so once that happens, we'll know where the horse business is going. But where do we live? Now, Kiki has uh, multiple barns full of horses. And at one, uh, the other barn, uh, not the one where she's got to move out of, but at the other barn, she has a house. And sometimes we stay in that house. And that's been her house since way before I met her. And it just so happens that I'll be able to just move into that house. Now, I cannot move any of my stuff into that house. I can bring basically the bare essentials, the clothes that I need, the toiletries, and that's kind of it. It is a fully furnished house with no room for another fully furnished house. So all the stuff in this house needs to go to storage, and I'll be living with Kiki at the Midway Farm uh, for the foreseeable future. Now, once the horse business, Dapper Ridge, has settled into its new location and we know how long that's going to last, right? Is she going to lease a farm, buy a farm? Who knows what's going to happen with that? Uh, but once we know what the long-term situation is for the horse business, we'll know where we need to live because it probably needs to be close by. Near the horses would be ideal as far as a place to live for Kiki. And, uh, and since I live with Kiki, that means for me too. So, so yeah, so everything's going into storage, uh, and I'll be living, uh, living, uh, without all my stuff, without my home theater system, without my office, without, uh, without all that stuff, but it's okay. Cause Kiki's house is awesome. She's got a TV. It's going to need some help sound wise, but I'll just have to deal with it. Um, but I'm also going to save a lot of money cause the rent is free at this house. So so there's all of that. There's so much going on with moving right now that uh, if I don't get a podcast out every week, it's uh, you should know that it's because I'm moving all my shit into storage. What else is going on presently? Uh, it's really cool to be back at 
choir at Crozet Community Chorus. I'm totally digging. Uh, we've only been to one practice or one rehearsal so far. They've had three. We missed the first two rehearsals because of uh, because of the rest of the member, the thing one, the past, all the stuff I've been doing the past few months. So that caused us to miss the first two rehearsals, but that's okay. Uh, I think we're going to ju- be able to jump right in nicely uh, to sing some songs and perform them in uh, Crozet in December. So uh, get, that feels very much like life before the pandemic. Uh, choir practice every Tuesday night, learning these songs and uh, preparing to perform them. And uh, seeing all the people in the choir that I haven't seen in forever, it's, uh, it's pretty cool. The other thing that's kind of getting back to normal is the band. Uh, to be fair, the new name of the band, uh, we used to be big, then we were the band big, and now we're To Be Fair. Hopefully, a name you can search for and find when you go to stream our songs on the internet. And we're gonna, we've got two, two new songs coming out very near, in the very near future, and gigs. We've got gigs coming up like really soon. We had our first one yesterday, Saturday. And we've got our next gig uh, a week from Tuesday at a nursing home at the Cedars in Charlottesville. This put this gig's actually been postponed twice, once because of COVID, once because our schedules were too busy. Uh, but we are scheduled for a 2 p.m. performance at a nursing home for an hour in Charlottesville. It's called the Cedars. If you want to come and hang out, say hi to the, uh, the folks that live in the nursing home and uh, just have a good time listening to a band playing music for people that can't get out to listen to music uh, the traditional way. Uh, we're doing this because of our partnership with, the, uh, with AMP, the Accessible Music Project. And it's a uh, it's a it is a organization that I'm on the board of, and it it specializes. Its purpose in life is to bring music to those that can't get out to access live music. And my band is uh, absolutely going to take advantage of that. Any chance we get to perform uh, for those uh, for anybody really, but for uh, especially for the folks at the Cedars Nursing Home. So that would be uh, Tuesday, October fourth. Let me just check my calendar, make sure I've got those dates right. Yeah, Tuesday, October October 4th, to be fair, at the Cedars Nursing Home in Charlottesville, 2 p.m. Uh, feel free to show up and just hang out. We'll be f- performing outside in front of the nursing home. Hopefully the weather cooperates. The very following Saturday, September 8th, I'm sorry, October 8th, we will be performing in the Battle of the Bands in Stonefield. Uh, this is being put on uh, by Chris Gallagher and his organization, uh, and we did it last year. We came in second place. You might remember we lost to Kings of the Wild Things, a bunch of young bucks who were awesome. Uh, we hope to take first this year. But uh, Battle of the Bands at Stonefield right here in Charlottesville, October 8th. More information will be put. Uh, maybe I'll put a link or something into the uh, description for this show. And, of course, keep an eye on, uh, to be fair, on Facebook and such. We will post up details for these upcoming gigs and then the following saturday october 15th if you're more of a late night kind of a uh, person uh come check us out at miller's on the downtown mall the show will start around 10 p.m at miller's on saturday october 15th and yes we're going to pack all of our uh uh, loud sound into a very small place and we're going to rock the joint whether they like it or not uh and it's been successful in the past so we're pretty excited about that so you've got several chances to come out and uh and listen uh take it to you know, take it all in uh come see to be fair perform now let's talk about these songs we've recorded we went into the studio back in 
Gosh, I think it was May. Uh, it's been quite a while now. We recorded two songs all in one day. Uh, we had uh, Gary, Brian, and me uh, doing all the music, and then we went in and did all the vocals, and then we had the Ferrets. Uh, my daughter and Gary's daughter, Allison and Adrian, are the Ferrets. Uh, get it? Ferrets. Anyway, they provided some background vocals that are just absolutely beautiful. And uh, we've got two songs. They are almost complete. They've been fully edited and fully mixed. The only thing that has yet to happen to them is to fully master them. But you know what? I would love to play a snippet of these songs for you now because I have a copy of the mixed version, the final mixes. All that's left again is to be mastered. So these are, I'm not going to play you the whole song because this is not how it will fully sound once it's all done. Those will be available via your favorite streaming platform. Maybe someday we'll put them on a CD. Who knows? But for now, you get to hear a little bit of two different songs. First up, Transparent. Uh, this is a song that uh, Gary wrote at the request of his daughter Izzy, and it is uh, absolutely perfect for the time in which we live. Uh, it is a song that uh, I think we can all we in the band, us, can certainly get behind the meaning of, which is, you know, just you be you. You do your thing. You uh, you do what you want to do. You be who you want to be. And uh, don't let others try to convince you to be someone else. That's the point of this song, Transparent. Here's a snippet. Transparent. Uh, more of that song will be available in the near future when we release the whole thing. Of course, you'll hear about it first on this podcast, uh, and probably uh, it might even become a theme song. Uh, either that one or this other song. This uh, The other song we recorded is called Love Will Find a Way, and it actually received a last-minute edit. Uh, we recorded this uh, just within a few days of the Uvalde, Texas school shooting, and there's a, uh, there's a nod to that. Uh, and to people's response to that and things like that, uh, thoughts and prayers, that kind of stuff uh, in the song. Uh, I'll play you a little snippet of that uh, because I think you should hear this. It's a, pretty, it's a pretty powerful song. It's somewhat emotional. Uh, we do it as the last song in a set just because it, uh, you know, it evokes a lot of emotion, especially for Gary. Uh, it's very near and dear to his heart, and, uh, and so it's a tough song to get through, and he always needs a bit of a break afterwards. So we do it as a, a set-ending song. It's also it's a really fun song to sing and to play. So here you go. It's called Love Will Find a Way. 
two songs uh just uh just some samples for now uh the full menu the full course of songs coming at you soon we also have people which we recorded a while back which uh, will be released under the new band name to be fair to be fair thing number three the future now i've kind of talked about this a bit already you know the fact that i have to move out of this house uh but there's so much you know the future the the a big part of my personal future, where will I live, is unknown. And uh, I've got decisions to make, right? Uh, first, we have to wait until the horse business thing is figured out. Um, but then we've still got decisions to make, right? Uh, do we try to buy a house? Do we try to rent a house? Mm, that's a big decision. Uh, I've uh, I've owned a house. Technically, I'm still the owner of the house that I bought with Angela uh, when I was married uh, many years ago, and uh, I would love to rid myself of that responsibility, even though she pays the mortgage, you know, mostly on time. Uh, but that's still sort of, you know, uh, on paper. I still own part of that house, so need to figure that out. And uh, and uh, you know, that whole experience has caused me to think: I don't know if I ever want to own another house. I kind of like not owning a house. You know, when the uh, when stuff breaks in the house, you can kind of like call someone else that owns the house and say, hey, this stuff is breaking and would you fix it, please? And if you have a good landlord in a rental situation, that's pretty nice. So I kind of like that uh, as opposed to being the person who is fully responsible for fixing and keeping a house working. Uh, so, I mean, I don't know. Uh, there's also some nice it's nice to have the freedom of owning your own place Uh I know I won't own another house in a place where there's like, you know, a homeowners association. I don't want to deal with that ever again, if at all possible. So just a piece of land with a house on it, uh, not part of an, a subdivision or anything like that. I know that's something I want, but uh, yeah, need to <clears throat> need to think about and figure that out. Uh, if I were to build a house like what would be my dream house uh location first right it's got to be located uh near the things that are important right can't be too far from my work needs to be near the horses uh, i would like to not be all that far from charlottesville so somewhere closer to town than where i live now would be ideal but we've got to figure out location first but as far as the house goes what would my dream house look like um and I know what it basically needs to, 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 to be, to be my dream house. It needs to be one level. 
I am totally fine with there not being an upstairs and there not being a basement or downstairs. Uh, I'm not necessarily opposed to there being a basement, but boy, I just spent today a couple hours uh, carrying stuff up from the basement and that was less than fun. And I don't really want to have to do that. I don't, if I could dream, if I could design a house, it would have zero stairs, which means the house needs to be maybe like at the crest of a hill on a piece of land so that it's not going to flood or anything, right? Uh, sometimes stairs and door thresholds are there to keep potential water from going into the house from a flood or a lots of rain, you know, that sort of a thing. So we could fix that as long as the house is elevated uh, in, you know, naturally in the land just a little bit. Then we would just have a nice uh, gentle walkway from the driveway into the house. No stairs, no steps, no nothing at all like that. I want everything on one level, no stairs. Uh, and I want the house to be spread out nice and wide. I want it to be possible for me to be at one end of the house watching a movie, listening to music, playing music on my drums, and for somebody at the other end of the house to be able to get a, uh, a lovely night's sleep while I make a lot of noise. And separating them th from other ends of the house, it seems like a great way to do that. That would be cool. Uh, I would like there to be, you know, room for uh, a bedroom and a, uh, a music office room for me, for Kiki to have all the rooms she needs, and of course for us to have a nice room where we can relax and watch movies and stuff. And if there's a, it would be nice if there is a large attached garage right there built into the house, uh, don't have to go outside to get to it. Uh, and not necessarily to park cars in, but to be able to do garage stuff. Uh, I, we have a detached garage now, and it's very nice to be able to put the motorcycle out there, a workshop out there, to keep stuff that I need to put in and out of my truck, like the band's PA system, things like that. So I, I do want it to have a nice large garage. Um, and as far as a yard goes, I want it to be relatively flat as well. I want to be able to, uh, you know do stuff in the yard. I've had a yard that was very much the opposite of flat, steep hills, not fun at all. No fun to mow. It's hard to just play games or do fun stuff in the yard. Uh, I would like to be able to, you know, play, you know, throw discs around at, uh, at baskets. I would like to have, uh, if I want to go out and play catch with Allison, with my granddaughter, Aaliyah, with anybody, I mean, just, I just, a nice yard that I can without too much trouble, keep the grass mowed and keep it looking nice. Um, doesn't have to be a huge yard. I'm not looking for a ton of land, but, uh, anyway, that's kind of what I'm looking for in a house. Uh, one level, no stairs spread out nice and wide with a little bit of a yard. That would be great. Now I've said many times that I would, I could easily see myself living in a place like New York city. Being in New York is one of the, my, it's, it's a happy place for me, just being there. Like when we arrive in New York and we get off the train, or if I drive to New York or ride a bus to New York, which I've done all of those things, when you get out of your car or the train station or the bus and you're in, and I'm in New York, I just, it's like, I, I just love it. I love the feeling. I love the most of the smells. Uh, I just love being in New York, the hustle, the bustle, the people, the, the cars, the noises, uh, the action. I love it. Central Park especially is like my happy place. 
So could I live in New York? I've watched videos of people that live in tiny apartments in New York, uh, and that would be a completely different lifestyle than what I have grown accustomed to. For one, there would probably be stairs involved. Two, no garage. Three, probably got to keep the noise down because uh, there's people everywhere. Uh, and so all the stuff I just told you would be very important to me in a house would have to go out the window if I were to try to ever live in a place like in New York City. Uh, but could I do that? Could I go from, you know, having a house full of stuff uh, versus uh, living a more minimalist lifestyle and trying to make a go of something in New York City? What would I even do? How could I ever, like, how could I support myself in New York City? I don't even know. It's a, it's all a uh, just a thought at this point, but... That whole thing would be something that would be awesome. I would love to be able to say and sometime, at some point in my life that I was successfully able to live in New York. It's not an easy thing to do. It's not an easy thing. you got to have a lot of money, even if you live in a tiny little apartment. Uh, but, gosh, you got to rid yourself of all the things you don't need. And, boy, I don't know. Uh, I think I would like that. I think I would like living in New York, assuming I had a job that made sense to live in New York doing, right? Uh, performing in some way, working in show business in some sort of way. Uh, I mean, I could, there's so many things I could see myself doing, um, but uh, I don't know. This It's a pipe dream. It's just, I'm just... I'm just talking about the unknown of the future and all of the possibilities. And the fact that I don't know where I'm going to live uh, in a year just makes me think, wow, there's, there's a ton of possibilities out there. I could go any number of directions. The most likely direction is a house near a farm with Kiki that we both enjoy living in. And uh, that's going to be a tall order, but uh, I think that is the main goal, and that's what we're looking to do. Now, a lot of people would be pretty worried about their situation if you were in a situation like what I'm in, worrying about this. It's just not something I do. I'm not worried about it. I, we have a place to move to now. I have the money to put all my stuff in storage and, uh, you know, storage is easily accessible so I can get to my stuff whenever I need it. And we've got a place to move to. So what's to worry about? Uh, nothing. Nothing at all. Life is pretty great. Uh, even when I'm being sort of, not really, but sort of kicked out of my house, even that's not a big deal. So, uh, Things are going to work out. It'll probably be better than before. So that's where I'm at. That's an update from me. It's been too long, uh, and I really, really look forward to uh, more regularly updating you on my life, having some special guests on this show. Uh, I've made some new friends. Uh, I'm hoping to have uh, Vince from Kinky Boots, who uh, I mentioned him in the last episode. He is now a regular listener. He just, uh, with uh, since I met him just a few months ago, has listened to all 102 episodes of this show and is asking me for more. So I couldn't go another day without recording another episode of Three Things with JR. I'm glad you're back. I'm glad I'm back. I look forward to uh, doing more of these shows again, and uh, I really can't wait to reveal these entire new, to be fair, songs. Uh, and, you know, if you have a thought on which one of those two songs you think should be the new theme song for Three Things with JR, hit me up. Comment uh, on Facebook, send me a note here on Anchor, however you listen, find me. Communicate with me in some way, shape, or form. Direct messages on Facebook works. 
Find me some way. Let me know which of those two songs you think that sounds like a good theme song for Three Things with JR. I'm JR. I'm back. Uh, but for now, I'm over and out. See you next time. Everybody say people who love.